Hey, it's time to drink with me, Rose, and me, Kamea. On today's show, we're going to revisit some recipes and tasting notes for our most recent two-part conversation. Silly boys, bartending is for women. You really spoiled me by setting up a whole bar over our recording station. It was crazy. All the little things you brought and it was so pretty and it was just, it was so fun to learn from you and to see how we can really make the act of making drinks a a ritual, kind of like cooking. And I was able to share some of my favorites with not only one of my favorites, but all of the listeners as well. Rose's full recipes are in the show notes. Mix it up. Tell us your favorites by tagging Time to Chat Podcast on Instagram. Cheers. So we are going to start with an old-fashioned. I love an old-fashioned. But I'm going to make a different. Different. It's not going to be a whiskey old-fashioned. It's going to be my favorite old-fashioned that I've told you about. Okay. It's going to be a gin old-fashioned. And what's nice about an old-fashioned is it's all built in the glass. So there's no shaking involved. It's super easy. Um, So you start with a sugar cube in the bottom of a rocks glass. Um, Are all sugar cubes created equal? Are they all – is it a standardized size? The size is standardized. If I don't have a cube sugar, can I just put sugar in the bottom of my glass? Absolutely. It's like a teaspoon? I would even do maybe like – it's totally in your own preference, but I would do like maybe a quarter to a half teaspoon okay so we got sugar on the bottom of the glass sugar in the bottom two dashes of bitters yes so i like to do again this is choosing your own adventure i like to do two dashes of orange bitters and then one dash of ango angostura bitters and that's the like really typical one that's That's like very common house exactly only have it with the white label exactly so you're gonna you want to make sure when you're dashing that you get it on the sugar cube because you want to break down the sugar. So you do that. Use your little muddling tool to break it down. Um, crush your little cube. So you have an actual, like, beautiful muddling stick, but I could use, like, a wooden spoon. You can use a wooden spoon. You could use your fingers. I don't give a shit. <laughs> use whatever you want. So you're just going to kind of, like goo out your sugar a little bit um you don't have to go too crazy you're just kind of like breaking up the cube itself and then after that you're going to add your ice and you want to add a decent amount of ice i'm gonna use my hands i'm sorry i know you brought me a beautiful little like tong but so i would fill your rocks glass maybe like three quarters full of ice enough then we're gonna add our spirit and like i said i'm choosing a gin so if you're gonna do a gin old-fashioned you want to still keep that like depth of flavor so you use a barrel aged gin so this is a saint george barrel aged gin it's the same that i got you for your wedding Mm -hmm. so you can do again choosing your own adventure you can do two uh two full ounces or you can do an ounce and a half I'm going to do an ounce and a half because we have quite a day ahead of us. (laughs) Pour your liquor. And then with a bar spoon, you're just going to gently stir, keeping the back of the bar spoon on the edge of the glass. It's not about your speed. It's more of just chilling. And so basically use like your finger, not the pad of your finger, more of like the side of your finger because it's less um, calloused. And you just stir until the outside of the glass is nice and 
foggy and chilled. If you whip the cocktail too much, like with your spoon and you're aggravating the ice a little bit too much, you'll whip air into it, which is not what you want for this particular cocktail. So once you're nice and chilled, you're gonna drop a cherry into it. You can do a Luxardo cherry, maraschino cherry, whatever you prefer. I always like to do a little bit of a, like a spoonful worth of the cherry juice too, because Because like yum. Right? And then a nice orange peel. And you're going to roll it up in your fingers like a little taquito. That's a great analogy. <laughs> I'm like, how do I, I describe like it? Like I a little taquito, roll it up. I like to do just like a little bit of a pinch in the glass to get the oils out. Rub the mouth part of the glass with your orange peel. Lovely. She's shoving the peel into the glass. So if you were to do the same thing and you weren't doing it with gin, what alcohol would you use? Me personally, I prefer a like a bourbon whiskey over like a rye. I'm not a huge, huge fan of rye whiskey. Unless it's like, that's the type of drink I'm drinking. Mm-hmm. And there you are, a gin old fashioned. It's beautiful. It's a really beautiful peachy color. Um, I like the gin because it's a little bit more herbal, botanical. It tastes a little bit more like bright and airy to me. Like whiskey can be really heavy. Yeah, that's really yummy. Um, to me, this is like almost like the summer version of an old fashioned. Yeah. It is yummy. It tastes to me like um, when you are outside on like a late August evening and it's that peak of summer, but the air has like a taste of dust, but also the scent mm-hmm. of like the pollen and things like are in full bloom and you're not like quite tipped into like harvest season and things are starting to decay, but it's like that height of summer and the smell of the hot summer air. Yeah. That's what it tastes like to I me. get that. That's a really good way to describe it. All right. So we've got a whole different glassware situation we do. this time. We are making a Manhattan. I did it in, as, a, as a double so we can both, I can pour both drinks. This is what you don't build in a glass. You're going to build it in, you can do a jar. This is a fancy cocktail mixing glass but you can do it as a jar pretty easily or like a large pint glass if you wanted but the but the point is the old fashions were built in the glass that we drank them from so like the ingredients mm-hmm. went in there and you were stirring it this is made in a separate vessel where we yes. have our drinking glasses and then we have what you're mixing in on the yes side. you're definitely going to want to use copious amounts of ice you want to fill your container all the way up with ice this is probably like what a quart yeah size so you're gonna fill it all the way up with ice i this time i put the liquor in the glass right away and then topped it with the ice what kind of liquor so we have for a single portion it is two ounces of rye whiskey a ounce of sweet vermouth and then again kind of your own pick your own poison with bitters so i did um extra orange bitters because i think they're delicious and then the angostura as well so it's a very similar base and then same kind of action you're gonna take your spoon and you're gonna spin around the glass keeping the back of the spoon tight against the glass for the manhattan you want to stir it for like a long time like i was told i think for like 
a minute. And so you basically stir until your ice kind of goes like half the level that it was originally. And obviously same kind of thing. Your glass is super cold and kind of foggy on the outside. Okay, so now I'm stirred it all the way. And then I have this little like perforated spoon um, to hold the ice while I pour it into the coupe glass. Oh, it's beautiful. Yeah. Okay. So if you measured everything right and you stirred correctly, you should be able to pour your full portion that you did all the way to the top, obviously with enough room for like transportation, <laughs> but, um, and have nothing left in your stir glass. And then just like the old fashioned, you get a little cherry that gets dropped into the bottom of your coupe. And just like I did with the old fashioned, I like a little bit of cherry juice. Um, and then I've seen them garnish with a, um, orange peel um i also read pretty classically it's lemon peel so i'm gonna do the same thing like my little toquito and zet like express your citrus on top go around the mouthpiece of your glassware and drop it on in for me oh man this is the classiest drink i've ever had in my sweatpants for the drink number three today is one of my favorite go-to drinks. I'm making you a Negroni. Oh, a classic. Yeah, I know how you like your bitter Campari. So I'm using Hendrix gin because it's uh, my go-to favorite gin. And then it's really easy because it's one one-to-one. -one. So it's one ounce gin of your choice, one ounce Campari, and one ounce sweet vermouth. It's another one just like the old fashioned where you just build it straight in the glass. Um, As opposed to building it in the separate little thing. Correct. In the separate uh, mixing glass. You can, I've seen it done both ways. You can um, do it in a mixing glass, dilute it by stirring, and then pour it over fresh ice cubes in your rocks glass. But I tend to just keep it simple, stupid, and I just build it straight in the glass. So I put my liquor in. And I'm going to top it with ice and then stir away. Same action. Once again, keeping the back of the spoon against the glass and stir until it's nicely chilled and opaque. Round and around, even circles. You don't have to go fast. Um, it's just about chilling the alcohol at a quick speed. Um, I also did a few dashes of orange bitters in here, but you, again, you can use any kind of bitter that you prefer. All right, and then you're gonna garnish it with a orange peel, just like your old fashioned. For the Negroni, I like to do a long orange peel, like all the way down the length of your orange. Um, just using a classic vegetable peeler is fine. Yeah, you can get like really nice peelers, but it doesn't really matter. The more pith you get on your peel, which this one, I didn't really get very much pith because my peeler isn't probably the best for this, but the more pith, the more structure you're going to get with your peel. So you can manipulate it to be a different shape and garnish it in like a fun way. But for this particular action, I'll describe it the best I can. Um, you're going to take your long citrus piece and you're going to like, with the inside of the citrus peel facing you, you're going to like Use your fingers and pinch it into a taco shell. Mm -hmm. Classic We're American taco there. shell. 
we're not going full taquito here. We're not a taquito today. We're just going to be a little bit of a taco. And you're going to like gently with that like pressure roll the citrus in your fingers to express the oils and just go back and forth along the top of your glass. And basically you're just trying to get that oil on top of your It looks spirit. like you're putting a spell on my drink right now. So, and then again, just a nice little wipe around the mouthpiece of your glass. With the orange peel. With the orange peel. And traditionally you would set it like on top of your glass on the edge. So it's still long wise. It's kind of like a Lincoln log, hmm. if that makes any sense to you guys. Okay. So you can do it that way. You can also make a little curl with your orange peel and shove it in the corner of your glass that's pretty kind of whichever you prefer um light like laying it on top of your glass across the side um gives you a little bit more of a nose when you drink it but thanks enjoy i love that ruby color Uh uh-huh it's beautiful very pink cheers cheers thank you for listening your time is a gift that we appreciate immensely Did you know you can now rate Time to Chat on Spotify? Follow us on Instagram for first dibs on listener swag. Trust us, you're going to want some of this. If you enjoyed this conversation, please follow, share, and rate this podcast. It makes a difference, and it helps us reach more folks that want to digest their relationship to food. Thanks for being here. Until next time. Yeah, the pa- this is one of those invisible ways that the picture. I'm I'm done. I'm just toast. I'm- <laughs> what is? I love on? this. This is fun. <laughs> Freeballing it. In today's episode, we chat about bartending when you're not a man. <laughs> Are you thinking about a dick in a glass? <laughs> I am. <laughs> you got to get that really good technique where you're just like all around the outside. Dude, that could. That's the next, like, Magic Mike bar. No. He could open that. No. No. And for an extra cost, you get a little extra goo in your drink. <sighs> to be inclusive, would we also have the titty line? You'd have to have massive glasses. Well, remember I told you about the, like, beaver thing? Are you still recording? It's going to be great bloopers. <laughs>